Hello? Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing good this morning. Fantastic. <laughs> so I thought it would be cool to have this conversation with you because I'm in my just do it mode, mode okay. um, where um, I'm choosing to do a lot of things a little bit more intentionally. Okay. And with watching, you know, your motivational channels and stuff like that, and even the talk you just had about um, just last week when you did one of your night ranch talks, and then just talking about um, talking to somebody that wanted the car that you always wanted and see what kind of business they was doing, and, or when you wore suits to your games and everything like that or whatever, just really kind of declaring things right. the way the way that you would want them to actually be. And it really brought out, you know, the accountability of fear that I had to really not get let down because I didn't want to declare exactly what those things were and get let down that they weren't going to actually happen. And it called it out. And I was like, wow, I didn't recognize that that was something that was in me that I had so much fear built up now that I've chosen to basically choose to kind of change my dynamic because even a piece of paper being out of place, I, I, I move it. Like even the things that are places that, you know, in my house that I need to be in certain places, I have to do it now. Right. Like everything now is an intentional moment for me because if I don't do it now, I recognize about myself for so many years that I was just not going to get it done. It was just going right. to sit there for a while. Then it was going to get worse and worse and worse. And then, so I, I wanted to have that talk with you because it just was super inspiring in that moment. And then that's the mode that I'm in right now is just do it. Now I'm just trying to elevate it to a point to declare stuff that is out of, you know, my, my current reach right, and everything right. and just being able to kind of like, you know, declare it a little bit more clear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I like what you said about having an intentional moment. Um, a lot of times I think, people we we look at life and we think I, I think we think that we have a lot of time right mm -hmm. and so with that a lot of moments we don't we don't capture necessarily this moment mm -hmm. right like so we, we let it go we let something go because we have a different moment or we just we believe we have time but like the the power of this moment is, is very powerful if we capture it. Like if we do something with this moment right now, it, it gets to, we get to make a, um, an investment into our next moments. And, and so like while we have maybe a long-term vision or we some, see something for our lives that we want that is going to, that will require more time before it actually takes place, this moment is instrumental in getting there. Mm -hmm. Right. What mm -hmm. we do at this moment. So like I, I was thinking, I was thinking about how people say, oh, you know, I want to have kids, want to have kids. And um, well, if you're going to go about it, let's just say uh, two people are going to go about having children. Well, at some point they need to decide they need to have sex. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like, there needs to be a, this moment. Like, so we want to have if we want to have children in this moment. We need to have sex, right? We, we need to get down. We need to get busy in this moment or else we will never bring forth the life, right? right. Like, and so I think it, it's such a great, it's such a great picture because 
right? The moment you're thinking about having children, the moment that you are perhaps, you know, making the children, creating the children, it's so fun, it's exciting. And then once that moment is over and the process begins, it's, there's going to be some pain involved. There's going to be some discomfort involved. There's going to be growth involved. There's going to be uh, you, you, your diet changes, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, there's this uh, understanding that I want something else in my diet, right? My, mm-hmm. every, everybody talks about how women's, you know, their diet and they start craving something different, but mm-hmm. like, that's us for life. And when we decide that we're going somewhere, at some point, we should be craving something different. So the power of this moment says, all right, I'm going to create, I'm going to begin to create a new craving. Like you want more order in your life. So you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let the papers and stuff just be out of place. Mm-hmm, now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm craving like this excellence. So mm-hmm. since I'm craving excellence, let me be excellent in, mm-hmm. in my this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I really like that the 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 power of an intentional moment. Yeah, because it's just from for me, it's like a lot of people have mentioned with you know that are around me. It's like you're changing. I was like, yeah, because I'm like the things that were always on my mind for many years, like years, right? Like years that I just didn't just. I, it was in me to do, and a lot of people I got on my parents' nerves a lot of times. It's like I know that mom or I know that dad. Well, why aren't you doing it? And it's like, this true. Like, I wasn't doing it. I knew to do it. I knew to do the things that were needed to be done so that I can get to a goal or get to a better sense of life for myself. But I wasn't, I wasn't choosing. I wasn't choosing. So then now it's like, you know, if marriage is on my mind. So now my biggest gripe about the, maybe a relationship that I was in, I was insecure about not being settled with my intentions. Mm-hmm. And so that went around about with my finances and with, you know, how I kept my place and how I, I, you know, I lived for myself and things like that or whatever. And, you know, cooking more and doing things or whatever and having a vision, right. you know, and having a vision for my life, you know, more than I did, you know, and being comfortable that, you know, everything won't happen the exact way that I want it to actually happen. And because I would really battle that because I was like, okay, well, I didn't, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. So I'm not going to do anything about it. But I'm like, what, what fun is that? Right. Like, what fun is that to just sit there, let life run you over? And I see that on the outward of, you know, watching people without judgment watching people on the outside just live that way. And then I'm living just the same way, just maybe look better or whatever about it and, you know, have God, you know, but then I didn't want God to just be my cover. And the only thing I had to leg up, I was seeing people's lives that didn't even technically serve God that were choosing to be intentional in their moments. Right. And I was like, well, the leg up I do have is I can be intentional and I have God to elevate that moment and everything just to a little bit higher. It's just, you know, I, I wanted it to be different. And that's why I said, like, I'm I, I grab on to things that you say. I grab on to things that, you know, other people that will, you know, display encouraging words and things like that in podcast episodes. I have a couple of other friends or whatever that I listen to. And then my pastor and everything like that, you know, people that I get encouraged by, you know, now that I can kind of push, you know, just a little bit further and everything like that and then see 
that, you know, there's a business inside of me. There's, you know, a business that I can own. There's more that I can have. And then my my whole vision is not super grand. I don't want a Lamborghini. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I don't want that. I just want it to be, I want my house. I want houses. You know, I said I wanted houses. I wanted a couple cars and everything like that. And I want a family, yeah. you know, and I'm not afraid to say that anymore. Yeah. Before I was, you know, but now that I'm intentional in my moment and I can, I can see that I can be intentional. You know, I think that's part of the problem a lot of times when it comes to people being intentional and I can, they don't believe in themselves. Yeah. You know, I didn't believe in myself enough to be intentional in my moment to be able to keep it consistent. Cause that's my gripe that I have to pray against every day of being like, I don't know if I can keep this up, but now I'm making smoothies every day. I'm cooking every day. I'm meal prepping every day. I'm doing stuff that I've never done. Right. And it's comfortable and it's comfortable as if I have been doing it for years. Right. And all. So, yeah, it's, it's something um, you had said when you, you were going through, like going through life and your parents would say, but why aren't you doing it? I think mm -hmm. that question right there. Um, is one where if we really actually stopped to answer the question and a lot of times people ask the question, but they don't really drill down into it. So to, if somebody was to corner you and really not let you out until you kept on digging and digging and digging and digging to get to the bottom of it, then right. Then that's where you can, you can start to, um, to to dig up those roots of of why you're not moving you know it's like mm -hmm. so why are you not doing it and you're like well i have unsettled intentions well why but why do you have unsettled intentions because and then you just keep but asking but why but why but why and i think like ultimately it goes when we follow it all the way back this is what i think that i think we end up tracing back to having an identity issue where mm. where we do not see ourselves as worthy or um, as worthy of the thing that we say we want mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. you know, we talk ourselves out of it. Like, all right, well, why would you, why would you not talk about wanting a family? Well, and then you've internally, here's the, the, the thing that we can do, which is so great. The thing we can do that's so great and so damaging is that we can just internalize it. We can have the answer and never bring it out because no one's in our mind to say, you know, it's right there. You're looking at it, right? You're looking at the reason why you feel insecure right there. Right. Right there. And so like, you know, some, for some of us, it could be like, well, I feel insecure because, you know, I got a divorce or, um, you know, I, I, I made this mistake in life. I, I got convicted of the crime. I, um, you know, I've failed a lot of times before. So we start looking at it and we just end up with, I, I just don't feel worthy because I, I really look at myself as a failure. Like, yeah. okay, there it is. So the image you have of yourself is one of being a failure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Somebody else says, I, I just, I see myself as being insignificant. Like I've never mattered mm -hmm. to anyone. So I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I would have to matter because I don't, I don't see myself as a person that matters. And so as we like drill down, drill down, I believe there's a, um, like a core fear that people have based upon their yeah. life experiences and how they've been imprinted and what they've learned. And that core fear 
then shapes their lives. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't want to, they don't want to put a price tag on something because they don't think they're worthy enough to be paid for it. So they just, you know, they do it, you know, for free or do it for cheap because they don't believe that they're worth whatever the dollar figure is. Now, other people, they're going to say, look, I know I'm worth X, Y, Z. So, you know, I'm charging you you 20% or this is my price. You know, I look at professional athletes and some of them assign contracts for hundreds of millions of dollars because they, Mm -hmm. they believe that what they offer the world is worth that. And, um, you know, obviously if we look like back into the Bible, when, when, when it says, when, when the Lord says like you, I'm going to create you in my image and my likeness, Mm -hmm. right. And Mm -hmm. give you dominion over the earth. Yeah. If, when you don't get that, right. When you don't understand that your whole life is, has to be off because you're outside, you're going to be living and operating and thinking outside of your original design. So you have to malfunction. Right. Like a hammer that's being used as a screwdriver is malfunctioning. Somebody might do it, but but it's malfunctioning. And so um, I think that's why, like really understanding identity and like saying, like, this is my identity. I was made. And 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 let me let me say this. I think church life, I think church life has messed it up with people for people for a lot of different Mm -hmm. reasons. Because we're so busy trying to press, like in church in the church world, so busy trying to keep people humble and all that, that mm. people only have one perception of themselves, which is to be broken, mm. which is to be lowly, which is to be humble. And then you you okay. you top it all off with we're going to talk about sin, your sin, a lot, right? So we're going to put the focus on that. So we put the the we when I say we, I mean the church world as a whole puts the focus on the negative being sin. Like, okay, we're going to focus on sin. But meanwhile, there's this talk that, but we have the answer. We have the cure, right? We have the thing that, Mm -hmm. that eliminates sin. Well, if we focus on the fact that you are what your true image is, if I give you a hundred percent focus on you understanding your true image and you embracing that, if you embrace your true image, then by default, the other stuff goes away <laughs> because you're like, mm-hmm. I get it. I get right. who I am. I'm like, I get that I have this power and I'm supposed to operate it. Not, it's not optional. Like it was optional, but it wasn't like here, here's just a good suggestion. Like I made you for this reason. And if we took it to the level of, you know, God being upset at us not operating, like, like if you're supposed to sing your song, but you don't sing it, and God gets pissed off about that, right? Like, forget, you know, whatever the action was that gets called sin. How about the, just the sin of not doing the thing you were made to do? If a bird doesn't fly, like, that bird's missing its purpose, right? If, if the horses mm-hmm. are not doing horse things, they're missing their purpose. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. trees are doing what they're doing. But then people, we we get so caught up on what we're not that... You know, we end up we end up yeah. just focus in the wrong space. Yes, and then we don't focus on who right. we are. Like, what is the best traits about me? And I can I can always I refer back to me a lot because it it just fits. You know where I 
people somebody did ask me at one point is like well what's good about right. you and i couldn't answer mm-hmm. them because i had been so conditioned to a lowly mentality right. and then on the flip i didn't want to really own a lot of stuff because the other part of the church life is that you don't really talk about the stuff that is against the odds. You don't talk about divorce. You don't talk about sexuality. You don't talk about any of that stuff, but that's a part of the course right. of life and everything like that. So then I'm just like, okay, so I don't, I can't talk about this. Right. <laughs> and then I can't figure out what's good about me. So what right, do I right. do? Like why be here? Right. You know? And so then I'm like, and I'm not dogging church. I mean, of course, I mean, this God is a part of my life. I think there's a way to do it right and really to be able to communicate. And a lot of times I would catch people where they didn't realize, you know, who they were and what their best traits and everything were about themselves. I was like, why would you be here if you were of no right. use? Like, why would you even be here? And I had to really focus and hone that in for myself and be like, okay, well, I'm a nice guy. I'm this. Um, that and, and God is so gracious and kind that he will give us the experiences without even us knowing that we're getting that experience to re- expose our greatness inside of us. So then that's why I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is a part of you. And a lot of people don't own their conflict. A lot of, a lot of it is not owning the conflict inside where it's like, okay, that's the stuff, you know, I know I'm good in it, but I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm more, for that person or whatever like that. Cause there was times where I would go out and stay and I know that I was worth more than what I was getting and right. I wouldn't ask for it. I wouldn't ask for it. And then I was just like, I'm not doing that right. no more. <laughs> like I'm not doing that, you know, no more. Cause then I'm like, what is that worth? And if I'm not getting it, then I'm not going. And it's not, it doesn't make me any less or anything, but I mean, like you get your on your gift, unless God is leading the charge and being like, you know, do this for this person or whatever, you know, but then if it's not that, then right. what am I doing here? You know, you know, let my no be my no. And just being like, okay, like I can't, I can't do it unless this is what it is. You know, I enjoy it all day, but then, yeah, it's, it's been like, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday about, you know, we grew up in church and everything. And as far as like the balance is concerned about what we do and what we don't do. And just, you know, I want to move in a fashion where it's beneficial to me, you know, and then in a sense, you still are beneficial to someone else. You're, you become better. You become hefty. You know, you get that knowledge when you're more intentional right. with yourself, you know, for yourself, you know, and then it, it makes your message more valid it makes you more valid it makes and that's what i always knew but it's just like just didn't do it i was doing so much for this person and this person here and then i look back at me and then i'm like i'm still a good guy i still knew that but then i'm like right. i didn't have much you know i didn't have much for me and i didn't have so then i'm like nope can't do that can't do that no more and then i had to nip in the bud the guilt that being like why did i waste all this time well it's not a waste of time right. i'm here it's still time still going on, you know, so that's why I'm like, well, it's this is where we are. This is this is how we're moving. I'm good, you know, but I still need it was a moment that I had. And I'm sorry, there's a moment that I had that in the car where I was starting to get a little down. I had a day where I looked at my credit report. I didn't pay a bill on time. So it brought down my credit score quite significantly for that moment. And then 
And then I was starting to get down and it started to overwhelm my day and my heart. And I chose, and, I, and then something was like, it's only a moment. It's only a moment. You can choose to move in a different direction next time. And I think that's what another thing where it's like the mistakes and focusing on the, on the mistakes and the sin and the things that you did wrong or whatever, and then letting that be right. your life. Like let that be your entire, now that you have bad credit now, now you have to stay in bad credit or whatever because you had good before now you're bad like it doesn't have to stay the same way right but you have to keep moving like you have to keep moving and you got to keep moving like okay i can do this this and this and that keep that stuff on your mind however organizing yourself to be able to move in a different direction or learn the lesson you know and right move forward yeah i mean you certainly like even there there are no you, there are no situations that we don't get to outgrow, you know, even, even something like, you know, having negative credit where you think about even in your gifts and your abilities, your talents, your, your know-how, your expertise. It, I was thinking the moment that you were looking at your credit score, it's taking a hit, taking a hit. But if someone had walked up and said, listen, we want to sign you to a contract and you know, it's, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars or a million dollars or a couple million dollars, your whole perspective on that changes, like in that moment, right? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I might mm -hmm. have negative credit, but there's still, but there's still something for me. There's still an opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. And before you had negative credit, you had a purpose, right? You had something to offer mm -hmm. this world. If, if they, if, if the credit system is eliminated altogether, right? then then what right or if they make a new one then what mm -hmm. so if we never get to fulfilling our purpose we're always going to have something else that's going to be the slave master right because we're supposed to we're supposed to be slaves to our gift right i did this series um called slaves and masters and like we are supposed to master our gift and be a slave to it so that we serve our gift because jesus said that the greatest amongst us would be our servant. And so, but we, if we don't master something, like whatever our gift is, whatever is within us, we don't master it so that we can serve it. Something else is going to master us, right? It's going to be the credit report. It's going to be the negative relationship experience. The, it's going to be the failures in school. It's going to be something else. It's going to dog us. It's going to master us. But if we can get to the point of mastering some aspect of our lives, some aspect of our mentality, you know, like, like you talked about, again, addressing those papers. If you, if you begin mastering excellence as a way of life, that's going to shift everything in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like every, everything will be impacted by you mastering excellence. And there needs yeah. to be like there needs to be no shame about it. Today I was thinking about when Jesus said, he said, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men to me. And like people here in the, and it's like all about Jesus and that's great. But there's something in that when he says, well, like if I be elevated, if I be lifted up, like I know that I'm going to be attractive. Right. He said, he said, if, mm -hmm. if I get mm -hmm. to this position, if I get to this elevated position, I know that I'm going to be attractive. That's what he said. If I be lifted up, which means yeah. he's going to go from one place 
a lower place to a higher place. He's going to be elevated. He says, I'll draw all men to me, which means there's going to be attraction. So elevation and attraction Man. go hand in hand. According to what he said, I know if I, if I elevate myself, there's going to be an attraction. If you elevate whatever aspect of your life, there's going to be an attraction to it because you're no longer mm. being hidden. You're no longer being under. And it goes back to Genesis where he says, you know, I made you in my image and likeness to have dominion over, right? To have dominion yeah. over. Yeah. And so once we get, we get back to that, then we're not under the influence of drugs. We're not under the influence of alcohol. We're not, we're not depressed and under, you know, being pressed down. See, all these things, we talk about being under the influence or being depressed. Well, that's a, that's a push down position as opposed to being over, right? So you're like, oh, I'm under, I'm under all these bills. It feels like life is just piling on top of me. Oftentimes when people speak, they let you know where their position is because they're talking in reference to everything being over them. Something lording over them, mm. something pressing mm. them down, something weighing them down. See, all that language says I'm underneath it. I'm not dominating it. It's mm. dominating me. So these bills, they're dominating me. They control me. They tell me where to go. They tell me when I can go wake up. They tell me when I can take a nap. They tell me how much food I can buy. These bills are telling me everything about my life. You know what I mean? Like that stuff right. is in control. And, and I think it goes back to, well, again, what have, what have you mastered? Like, what have you become the master of and what do you serve? Right. Are, are you, are you serving a lot of people? They're like, man, I can't, I'm still, I'm just trying to make a living. Well, are you serving your living? Right. Or do you wake up and you're chasing everything so that you can barely get by? Or have you decided at some point that you're going to master some aspect of your life? Right. Like so that you, we have we have this this level of excellence that lifts us up so that people can be drawn to us. And I think yeah. so many people have been conditioned to be like this hidden, this hidden brilliance that they don't. They don't even know how to fathom the idea of being excellent and people being attractive to them. You know, working with women a lot of times, yeah. I have to encourage them. Like, um, your mentality about yourself is how come is the reason why somebody doesn't want to date you. Like, you don't have any confidence. You don't. Mm -hmm. You you're lacking. You're lacking a healthy perspective of yourself. And somebody that's healthy can recognize that you're not healthy. So a healthy person, healthy people mm -hmm. don't hang out really with unhealthy people. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like sure. they, they don't, cause we don't have the, you know, like they, they'll say, we don't have the same, we don't have the same kind of dialogue. We don't have the same kind of discussion. We don't have the same kind of cravings. So you crave an unhealthy mm -hmm. lifestyle. I crave a healthy lifestyle. Well, we really can't kick it. Not for a long time because <laughs> our dialogue is going to be, it's going to be confusing because we're trying to put together two things that don't go together. You're unhealthy and my healthy. They don't fuse together yeah. well. So now we have confusion. And, and so we end up, end up separating. Yeah. So like it, it, having an atmosphere of excellence, it begins shifting our world. It begins putting us into a different environment because now we have to find people 
and be around people and associate with people and environments that are excellent. And, and, and we know that excellence mm-hmm. is an option, right? You can choose to walk past the paper. It's going to still be there. It didn't mm-hmm. make you excellent for walking past it. And if we really believe, you right. know, believe God, then God's looking and like, oh, Jonathan's not ready. He's still walk. He's still walking past that same paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not. He's not ready for excellence because mm-hmm. he's willing mm-hmm. to walk past the paper. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That I told you to, you know, or that I made you aware right. of in your visual. Like it's super because that's why I, I feel like a lot of a lot of times the words kind of convolute you know people's words convolute the actual where it's like you're saying a whole bunch that you're this that you're going to do this that you are this or whatever but you know the truth about who you are it was so great of a point that you said about you being more attractive or people being more attractive and everything like that but i think true attraction comes from the inner of themselves of realizing more about you and conquering it and being like okay and then not not having to say it all the time not having to say it to everyone all the time and say i'm this person and this and this and that even though you can declare all day who you are it's fine but then be honest and be truthful that there is there's some flaws there or there's things that actually you know but you're still attractive you're still confident knowing that you have flaws but not, I, I still encounter people a lot of times that don't really own the flaw, that the flaw is super beautiful. And then like that we can actually elevate to another level. Like, okay, I don't, this vibe and people don't understand vibe, like being like, okay, I'm gonna be around this person of excellence or whatever. And just because you say you're excellent doesn't mean you are living in excellence. Like, like I want an excellent person to be dating or to be around and everything like that. But I can feel that. I can feel that. And then I'm like, right now, I think really this year is the year of honesty, a lot of it, whereas like you can't really fake emotional honesty. You can't fake it because then you can you're telling on yourself with your words and with things that you and it's okay. It's okay to do that. Like it's okay to own your your flaw of it all or whatever. But then if you're not owning that and if you're not really trying to work to actually go to another level in it, then it's like, mm, I don't necessarily want to be around that. You bringing that, what I have going on down. I had to tell one of my friends recently, right. I have to take a break from you <laughs> because it just was like bringing me down and bringing my day down and it's bringing me down to a surface level. And I'm just like, you know, I love you and all that, but I can't do this right now and everything where it's just like your life has to totally elevate to mind or it's not like get out but it's like yeah like I, I gotta you know I can't have this right now when it's starting to affect me and then yeah like you know and then you go I go back to that creating in God's image like I really take the, that scripture so seriously that we can attain parts mm-hmm. of his image you know like that we're in, we're intended to have just a little bit of it all if we realize that we have God we have right. pieces of everything like that we can as long as we seek it we can have pieces of patience we have pieces of you know you know excellence and brilliance and all this stuff you know beauty all of this if we really seek you know his image you know we seek that his image is our image 
and we know that and we do have pieces of it if we want it rather than it being just something that's just there as a model and then we we don't realize that we're part of that model we're part of you know right. who we are who he is we can be you know and then that's the part of his character you know his image for me is a part of the character i looked it up at some point i think i did a message on it where it was like it's a part of it and it speaks to you know what image is a part of like what he was and it's not just his countenance right but his entire right it's not even a um yeah like it's not it wasn't it's not even a suggestion right it's you know there's a jesus gets a lot of jesus gets a lot of credit jesus gets obviously a lot of accolades well known throughout the world throughout time for what his accomplishments were on the earth right but but he made no he made no like apologies for looking like his father he was like oh no I'm, this is i'm here to do my dad's business we're i'm here i'm living my life to do family business so you know the way the way it's done in heaven i'm here to do the same thing here on earth and, and really represent that to other people and so he did it so well that everybody knows him everybody's heard his name like man that he really did it and then for people since there's this idea that that it's like it's optional it's optional and we don't really have to but he's, that's the whole that's the whole the joy of it is to say all right we we get entrusted with this opportunity to do the same thing like to be that powerful in in whatever space we're living in we there is power available for us to be loving and kind and patient and courageous and fearing not in 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 walking by faith and and being healing to one another and to overcome death you know the death of our situations even so so oftentimes you know we think about like that death and it's there's so many aspects of death and moments of death in our lives that that actually, for a lot of people, it, it kills them. It, it really kills them. They might keep on breathing, but a part of them dies and is never resurrected, right? They, they do the thing that they do or they have the experience that they have. Something in them dies, and then and that's it. They shut it down. They, 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 never, they never make the comeback, right? They never, they never see the resurrection of life in their own lives because now that thing, again begins to dominate them right it begins to control them so now there is no resurrection so we never see ourselves as being this representation of of our family like okay we're not we're not doing we can't we can't look like the father now because we're allowing some aspect of death to steal the life that we that we've still been granted. If you're still breathing, there's still yeah. opportunities for life, you know, but like if we allow yeah. the death yeah. situation to be the master, then that's it. Death is going to hold on to you. And so there has to be some point where someone says, no, 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 wait a second. I'm actually, I'm created in such power that I, I can live even though this happened. I can, I can grow even though that happened, even though this happened to me, even though I did that, there's still life available to me. And I am made 
in the image of yeah. a ruler, of a master, of a creator, of a dominator. Like, that's my image. Yeah. So I'm not going to, resurrection is yeah. in my family DNA. Like being brought back from the dead, that's, that's what we do in our yeah. family. That's, that's, that's what we do. That's in our life, right? And so, but believing that for some people is difficult because they're like, oh, it's so hard to get past it. Well, it's hard to live yeah. with somebody choking you, right? Right, if, if you just, just lay on the ground yeah. and let someone choke yeah. you and see how difficult and challenging it is, mm-hmm. right? See how long you really want to stay there. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, people will stay and get choked by life for 10, 20, 30 years. But if somebody was to choke you in the natural, yeah. you, your, your natural being begins to do something because it wants to live. It begins to fight. It begins to struggle. And at some point, you, you begin reaching for, reaching up to fight that thing that's choking you. You start to, your body starts to wiggle. You start to try to break that hold. And, and I think breath is, is so important because when you go back to this whole image of identity, it, it, the Bible says that when after God had formed man, then he, he breathed into him the breath of life. And then man became this living yeah. being. So, like, there was our first example of inspiration. Because that's really what it means. Inspire means to breathe into. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, we are mm-hmm. in these situations that are sucking the life out of us, right? It's just taking the life out of us. Oh, it's just, like, just taking the life out of us. But we are meant to be beings that had life breathed into them so that we could breathe life into others. Like that's what we do. Like that's the pattern. Life was breathed yeah. into us. We are supposed to breathe life into others. But we're, we're, so, we're so stuck yeah. in being choked, getting choked out. We are just continuously, we're just selfish, right? Because when you're getting choked, you're not worried about breathing out. You're worried about yeah. trying to get some air in, right? You're like, if I could just, if I could just get a that's breath. Right. It's, and it's all about us. It's such a selfish experience. Because we're focused. I'm so out of shape. It's all about me. Yeah. It's all about me. Oh, my, my this is so bad. Or my past is so bad. Yeah. It's, all, it's all so selfish that yeah. but we don't, if we don't realize, yeah. like when you're focused on your situation, your problem, what you did wrong, what happened to you, you're living a selfish life. And you're robbing the world of your yeah. service of greatness because you have something great in you to serve. I hope you enjoyed that and you will continue on our conversation series for next time with Simple Talk. Have a blessed day.